Do you know that certain peptides can benefit those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's? If you want to learn more about how peptides can help with thyroid autoimmunity and other chronic conditions, then you'll want to check out the brand new Peptide Summit hosted by Dr. Jenny Flagar. In fact, peptides play a huge role in helping Dr. Jenny overcome her Hashimoto's condition. To register for the free Peptide Summit, visit SayMyThyroid.com forward slash peptides. Hey, this is Dr. Eric. And in this Q&A episode, I am going to answer the question, what are common signs and symptoms of hyperthyroidism? When I dealt with hyperthyroidism, I, as many of you know, I was diagnosed with Graves' disease back in 2008. And I definitely had a lot of the classic symptoms of hyperthyroidism. So some of the common symptoms I experience, which includes the symptoms, signs and symptoms that many of my patients experience. So there's increased resting heart rate. So in my case, my resting heart rate was between 90 and 110 beats per minute. For some people, it's a lot higher. For some people, it's lower, but it's not uncommon for people to have a resting heart rate that's 120 beats per minute or greater, which is why it's very important to be safe and try to manage the symptoms, whether it's through antithyroid medication or beta blocker, or in my case, I took the herbs bugleweed and motherwort. Heart palpitations are also very common. So I definitely experienced heart palpitations and noticed them more at night just because it was quiet at night. So in my case, and, and with a lot of other people, they also notice them more at night. So the increased resting heart rate, the heart palpitations, and weight loss. So not everyone with hyperthyroidism experiences weight loss. So it is one of the classic symptoms. And in my situation, I lost over 40 pounds, approximately 42 pounds when I was dealing with hyperthyroidism. And I have patients who lose more than that, or some people might only lose five to 10 pounds, which is still for them might be a lot, especially if, uh, if I, I, most of my patients are women. So if someone's on the petite side, they might still be concerned if they lose 10 pounds, for example. And then there are some people that gain weight. And there is an episode where I discussed maintaining a healthy weight when dealing with hyperthyroidism. And I talk about both weight gain and weight loss. So the majority of my patients lose weight, but it's not uncommon for some people to gain weight. And sometimes it's due to taking antithyroid medication, but sometimes that's not the case. Increased appetite is another common symptom that people with hyperthyroidism experience. And I had a voracious appetite when I was dealing with hyperthyroidism. And a lot of my patients also have that voracious appetite. And it, it took quite a while before that appetite, before that improved, before that symptom improved. Hair loss. So I didn't notice a lot of hair loss, but I'm a guy. Not that men don't notice hair loss, but arguably women notice it more than men. And unfortunately for some women, the hair loss could be extreme. Again, I have a, another episode where I talk specifically about hair loss. And the good news is that in most cases, the hair loss will stop and grow back, but it can take time. And I understand it can be distressing, quite distressing to lose a lot of hair. Insomnia is another symptom. Now, when I dealt with Graves, I don't think I had a lot of sleep issues. Again, it was quite a while ago, but I think I slept okay. But for some people, the hyperthyroidism is enough to keep them up at night and maybe they fall asleep and they have problems waking up. And for others, it might be 
problems falling asleep, for some people both. And of course, there could be other factors too. That could be not just a hyperthyroidism, but could be problems with the adrenals or a hidden infection that's responsible for the hyperthyroid condition, for the Graves' disease condition, for those with Graves' disease. But insomnia is common. Anxiety, so I also have an episode where I discuss anxiety, and that is a common symptom of hyperthyroidism. Eye symptoms, so I did not have at least noticeable thyroid eye disease, but I would say maybe about 50%, approximately 50% of at least people I work with show signs and symptoms of thyroid eye disease. I'm sure it's not exactly 50%, but it, it is quite common. And most of the time, the symptoms are mild, but in some cases, it could be more severe where the person is having eye bulging, double vision, but many times it's you know, some eye swelling and maybe a little bit of bulging. It really depends on the person, but eye symptoms associated with thyroid eye disease, quite common. Loose stools, so the increase in metabolism many times will, will cause loose stools, increased bowel movements. Some people will have a lot more bowel movements when dealing with hyperthyroidism. And it again, it does depend on the person. There, Every now and then there'll be someone who actually experiences constipation. Now, if they have constipation, they probably had constipation before they experienced hyperthyroidism. Usually the hyperthyroidism won't cause constipation. Tremors. So I did have mild tremors when I dealt with hyperthyroidism. So for example, when I went for a blood draw and I held my arm out to get the blood draw, I was a little bit shaky, but otherwise wasn't too noticeable. Some people are a lot worse Skin rashes, so that's something that a lot of people with hyperthyroidism experience, different types of skin, not just rashes, but different skin conditions, and that's usually related to the immune system, so very common with Graves' disease, which again is more of an immune system condition than a thyroid condition, so it, it could be, and very well, might be related to the gut, for example, but either way, improving the health of the immune system, and remember that most of the immune cells are, in fact, located in the gut. A regular menstrual cycle, so that's something I definitely did not experience when I dealt with hyperthyroidism, but again, most of my patients are women, so it is common. Now, again, I wouldn't say it's common where 90% of my patients who are cycling women experience a regular menstrual cycle, but it's definitely not rare, so that's also something that commonly happens, and the good news, again, that usually self-resolves, and it could take some time, but it's, it's usually something that doesn't persist for a year or a couple of years, maybe a few months on average. Thyroid swelling is a common sign that people with hyperthyroidism experience. And I had a mild goiter. So goiter is that thyroid swelling. And I noticed when in my situation, when I swallowed, I was taking fish oil supplements and sometimes it would actually get lodged in my throat, which was pretty scary. And I can't say that's the case with most people. And, and again, in my situation, I wouldn't say it was a severe goiter. I would say it was more on the mild side. But that also is a common sign of hyperthyroidism. And then the final one I'll mention here is decreased muscle mass. So that is very common with hyperthyroidism. And even when the hyperthyroidism is corrected, the person usually does need to be more active and, and maybe the person was active, but maybe they were just walking and they might need to do some light weight bearing exercises over a period of time to build up that muscle mass. 
but that is quite common. And there could be other symptoms too, other signs and symptoms. Some will have digestive issues. Again, it's not a classic symptom of hyperthyroidism and it could be completely unrelated. So it could be related to, let's say, H. pylori, which could be a trigger of Graves' disease. And again, there are other symptoms like headaches. Some people with hyperthyroidism will actually experience headaches. I can't say that's a common symptom. So again, I could go on and on. There, there are many other symptoms that people can experience, but I covered more some of the more common symptoms. And uh, hope you learned uh, a lot from this Q&A session when it comes to the symptoms. And I look forward to catching you in the next Q&A session. Thank you for listening to the Save My Thyroid podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe to stay up to date on the latest thyroid health-related topics. And to get your free thyroid and immune health restoration action points checklist, visit SaveMyThyroidChecklist.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to let you know about a product called Hepatomune Supreme, which is a unique supplement that has a rare combination of N-acetylcysteine, also known as NAC, milk thistle, and schisandra to support the liver. And it also has a few mushrooms that can help support the immune system, including cordyceps, which has both immune modulating and adaptogenic properties and is great for those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's. To learn more about Hepatomune Supreme, visit SaveMyThyroid.com forward slash liver support.